Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, my name is James, and you are listening to The Sleep Pod. Every episode, I make up a boring, rambling, and mildly amusing story to help you wind down and maybe find a bit of inner peace in a world that is often far too chaotic. It is finally December 2022, and firstly, I'd like to say thanks for bearing with me whilst I took last month off. I think that my creative batteries are at least slightly recharged, and I'm feeling ready to dive right into the winter season head first. I will be doing some wintry themed stories, but I've decided to start that after this episode. Speaking of this episode, the word of inspiration that I will be using as a muse for this story has been hand-delivered to me by one of those ancient Greek muses that you used to get. She turned up at my door at 8am with a handwritten note and a plate of mini quiches. The note that she handed to me contained one word, and that word was... Perfume. So get yourself comfortable, dim the lights, ignore the outside world, And I'll begin with this episode's story. Perfume I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Connie and Howard were sat at home in their living room, watching television. They had just finished watching the latest episode of a drama series that they were both enjoying greatly. But now, they really didn't know what to watch. So instead, they decided to just watch the adverts that were running in between the last show they watched and whatever was going to be on next. adverts seemed to go on for quite a while. The first advert was for an exciting sounding drink. If all of the information contained on the advert was correct, then the flavour of the beverage was very exciting indeed and was comprised of a combination of various fruits. Connie and Howard did not say anything about this ad. They just sat on their sofa, all relaxed, with the lights dim, and most of the light coming off the screen. Then, they watched the next advert. It was a promotional campaign for a company that made clothes and they were announcing that a big breakthrough in the exciting department of 
dungaree science. The ad itself didn't go into a great deal of information about what the breakthrough actually was, other than it was a game-changing development and would improve the wearing experience of dungarees for anybody. Howard shrugged. And so did Connie. Neither of them had worn dungarees for a number of years. But then, suddenly, the next ad came up. The first shot was a swirling mist of colorful colors. And then a young woman walked through the mist, parting it, and she walked right up to the camera and started talking. She had long black hair, a fancy dress on, and the voice of Werner Herzog. Suddenly, the woman turned into a large bouquet of flowers, but she continued talking instead of words being said. She appeared to be seeing the lyrics to the Macarena, except every other word was the number 44. Connie and Howard's brows furrowed as they watched whatever it was that was going on. Suddenly the screen went black and then green and then a bottle of perfume came up on the screen and the name of the perfume was said repeatedly, over and over again, by what sounded like a chorus of opera singers. And then, the next ad came on. Connie turned to Howard and said, what was that? Howard also looked very confused. I think it was an advert for a perfume. 
Yes, said Connie. I know that, but what was it all about? I don't know, said Howard. Did that woman have the voice of the German filmmaker, Werner Herzog? Yes, said Connie. I believe it was his voice. Hmm, said Howard. Why are ads for perfume always so weird? He inquired. I don't know, said Connie. But it makes you think, doesn't it? Howard moved forward so he was sitting on the edge of his seat on the sofa. Makes you think about what, he said, with an eyebrow raised. Ah, said Connie. Well, it makes you think. If you could travel between a number of parallel dimensions and visit different versions of Earth, Are all of their perfume ads like this? Or is our version of Earth the only one where adverts for perfume are really, really weird all of the time? Howard thought. He thought and he thought, and he thought some more, scratching his chin casually. After a while, he stood up and said, Well, I think there's only one way to find that out. Then Connie stood up and gleefully exclaimed, Yes, Howard, I think there is. She then started running and called out, To the basement. And Howard followed. The basement to Connie and Howard's house was filled with a wide range of very complicated and very impressive scientific equipment. There were a lot of things that had very complicated and scientific sounding names, and also a lot of things that Connie and Howard had invented themselves didn't really have names at all, and instead were just called by a vague description of what it is they did. Howard ran over to the 
giant chalkboard that adorned one of the walls of the basement opened up a fresh packet of chalk and began doing some maths on the board. He started using all of the numbers that he knew. Seven. One. Four. Nineteen. One hundred and three. While he was doing that, Connie was busy welding one thing to something else on the workbench that ran along the opposite wall to the chalkboard. For a long time, they didn't really communicate. Every so often, one of them would look to see what the other one was doing, nod, and then carry on with their work. They had worked together for a very long time, and they worked together very well indeed. They just instinctively knew what the other one would be doing. If anybody else had been in the room, they would have been watching them go at it and be very impressed. But there was nobody else there. It was just Connie and Howard. After six hours, Howard had done all of the mathematical equations he could think of. He'd added up all of the numbers, and even had to invent some new ones to make the science work. Connie had welded, screwed, programmed, and varnished almost all of the equipment that they had in the basement. And she was now typing away on a computer the result of the very complicated equation that Howard had been working on. He was stood back and was trying to get all of the chalk off his clothes. Eventually, the computer made a very pleasant ding noise. Hooray, said Connie. Yay, said Howard. She stepped back, and then they shook hands, 
she took a few steps back, and then her and Howard shook hands enthusiastically to celebrate a job well done. So, said Connie, shall we give it a go then? Howard thought. Hmm, he said. He checked his watch. Gosh, he exclaimed. We should probably go to sleep first, and then do this in the morning. Yes, said Connie. Good idea. So they turned the light off, left the basement, and then went for some well-earned sleep. In the morning, after Connie and Howard had got out of bed, had a shower, got dressed, and ate some cereal, they agreed that they were now very ready, keen, and eager to test out the result of the previous night's hard work. They went down to the basement and began running some checks on everything to make sure it was all fine and safe. Connie realized that she had forgot to put on a door handle for the inside of the thing that she had constructed. Oh no, said Howard. It was good that you spotted that, otherwise we could be stuck inside. Yes, said Connie. Whoops. Oh well, no harm done. And they both laughed. Once they were both satisfied that everything was great, Connie did some typing on the computer, and then a lot of lights started flashing around the big thing that they had built. Ooh, said Howard. I like the lights. Yes, said Connie. I thought having lights would be a nice touch. They did a high five and then climbed in and shut the door behind them. From the outside, the big thing that had been built did just look like a big thing. It was made of 
various bits of metal and very sturdy plastic and was roughly the size of a very small garden shed but on the inside it looked mostly the same except inside out Connie had brought in a couple of patio chairs so they could sit on them after all they didn't really know how long the process would take Howard was the first to sit down and as soon as Connie pressed the big red button that was fixed to the wall of the inside of the thing they were in she sat down too there was a low rumbling sound that sounded like a distant elephant and after a moment a fanfare could be heard coming from one of the speakers from a very small console that was fixed to the ceiling said Howard are we there yes said Connie shall we go outside Howard scratched his big bushy beard and then said yes so they stood up, opened the door, and found themselves in a basement that was very similar, but not identical, to their own one. Howard and Connie crossed the basement and made their way up the stairs. The stairs that led directly into the kitchen area of their home. But it wasn't their home. Because at the table were sat two people who looked identical to Howard and Connie. Ooh, said other. Connie. Hello, said other Howard. Hi there, said Connie. Hello, said Howard. Wow, said other Howard. Are you versions of us from a parallel world? 
inquired other Howard. Yes, said Connie. Ah, said other Connie. I thought that's what that noise was. Yes, they all said. What are you doing here? asked other Howard. Well, said Connie. We were just wondering. Do you have television here? Yes, said other Howard and other Connie. Great, said Connie. Now, on your television, in between programs, are there short things that play in between the programs that show off new products or services to potential purchasers? Yes, said other Howard. Yes, said other Connie. Great, said Howard. Oh, is perfume a thing here? Yes, said other Howard. Great, said Connie. Now my question is, these perfume adverts, are they really weird all of the time? Yes, said other Howard. Yes, they are actually, said other Connie. Oh, said Connie. Ah, said Howard. Well, at least we know it's not just us, said Connie. And they all laughed for 30 seconds. said Connie. We better be going. Yes, said Howard. We're trying to find a different version of Earth where the perfume ads are not so weird all of the time. I see, said other Connie. Good luck, called other Howard, as Connie and Howard descended the stairs to the basement. They clambered back inside their big device thing, pressed the button and tried somewhere else.
the next place they went to. Exactly the same thing that had happened in the previous one happened again in every single way. But then the one after that Everything was almost exactly the same, except everybody wore cardigans all of the time. But the ads for perfume were still weird. The one after that Everything was on fire, but that was fine, because that was just the way that version of the world was. They had found a television that was on fire, and turned it on and waited patiently for the current television program to end. It was a quiz show, just like any other quiz show that Howard and Connie had seen before, except everything was on fire. Eventually, the adverts came on, and lo and behold, there was a perfume advert. But unfortunately, that one was also a bit strange. and featured owls watching tennis from wells. Howard and Connie sighed, hopped back in their big device thing, tried again, and then again, and then again. Neither of them were too sure how many different versions of Earth they had gone through since they started. But each and every one, despite almost every other aspect of life being different to that which they were accustomed to, they were yet to find an advert for perfume that was not a bit strange in itself.
Connie and Howard had a long discussion about this. They debated whether or not strange imagery used in perfume ads was just a universal constant. Maybe it was just impossible with any civilization advanced enough to invent televisions, but also require promotional material for nice-smelling things to be perpetually off-kilter. Howard and Connie were getting a bit hungry. They had decided not to eat anything on any of the other versions of Earth, in case there was some sciency reason why that would injure them or be generally bad for the universe. And they had decided it was better to be safe than sorry. They came to the decision that they would try one more version of Earth before heading back home. So Connie pressed the button, sat in her special chair, and they gave it one last try. When they stepped out of their big metal thing they were in, they were in a lush rainforest type environment. There were a lot of trees and bushes, and the sound of birds nearby. Wow, said Connie, this is different. Yes, said Howard. Sure, the version of Earth where everything was slightly damp all of the time was confusing. I think this is the one that I'm having, the biggest of an emotional impact from just being here. Agreed, said Connie. They closed the door, pressed the button on the key to lock it, and then started walking. They had decided to only walk for a short distance. After all, there might not be anybody there at all. But after walking around a very, very wide tree, they found a house. 
and then saw another house, and then lots more houses. Oh, said Connie. I thought that we were in a proper rainforest. So did I, said Howard. But apparently it was only a very small one in between all of these houses. Yes, said Connie. I agree. They looked around and picked a house at random, walked up to the front door, and gave it a friendly knock. After a while, a man opened the door. Hello, said the man. Hello, said Connie. Hi there, said Howard. I like your dungarees. Thank you, said the man. How can I help you? Well, said Connie. To cut a long story short, we have been travelling around the multiverse, trying to find a version of Earth that has fewer perfume adverts that are not constantly weird. Oh, said the man. Oh, come on in. He stepped back and allowed Connie and Howard into his home. He led them down a corridor. And then he led them down another corridor. After the third corridor, he led them into a large room, which looked exactly like a small home cinema room. Welcome to my home cinema room, said the man. Wow, said Howard, it's very nice. Yes, I agree, said Connie. You know what, said the man. It's very lucky that you knocked on my door rather than anybody else's. Because I happen to be a collector. Oh? said Connie. A collector of what? Well, said the man, taking a seat. I happen to be a collector of adverts for perfume. Wow, said Howard. 
what are the chances? I know, right? said the man. Please, take a seat, he said. And so, Connie and Howard took a seat. The man pulled out a tablet and started tapping away on it. Just a second, I'm just finding them all, he said. Connie and Howard sat patiently waiting. Ah, said the man. Here we go. I'll just start playing them. Tell me when you've seen enough. Connie and Howard's eyes turned up to the large display that took up the whole wall of the room. On the screen, there was a desk in front of a magnolia-colored wall. A man wearing a suit and gray hair sat behind a desk. He adjusted some papers looked up to the camera and said the word perfume. His eyes looked down at the paper and then back up to the camera and said, This new perfume is called New Perfume and it smells very nice and a bit like flowers. The man then stood up and walked away and that was the end of the advert. The next advert was exactly the same except with some slightly different words used and a different smell mentioned. The same could be said for the next one, and the one after that, and the one after that. Is that enough? inquired the man after a while. Yes, thank you, said Howard. That was great, said Connie. Are yours not like that, said the man. No, ours are very weird. Oh no, said the man. That's a shame. Yes, said Connie. It is said Howard. Connie and Howard stood up, and then the man stood up as well. Well, said Connie and Howard, 
together. We should be going. Thank you for your hospitality and for showing us those things. Not a problem, said the man, and he led them out of his house. As Connie and Howard walked back to their big device thing, they began talking. Well, said Howard, there we go. Yes, said Connie. So now we know. It's rare, but they do exist. Yes, said Howard. Yes, said Connie. Now let's go home. Okay. And so they went home. That's the end of this episode's story. As always, thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with some seasonally appropriate stories. So until then, stay safe, look after yourselves, and as always, sleep well. <laughs>